This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, August 31st, 2023. I'm Caleb Brown. The twice-a-decade farm bill is huge. It's getting larger, and as you might expect, it's full of handouts that have little directly to do with agriculture. Cato's Chris Edwards discusses the cross-purposes in government programs aimed at getting Americans to eat healthier and programs meant to subsidize low-income food purchases. People don't look at the farm bill as closely as you do. So for those who are broadly ignorant and rationally so of all of the details of the farm bill, what is it? It's a, every five years, but what's in it? Yeah, so every five years, uh, Congress reauthorizes what's called the farm bill. But that's a bit of a misnomer because the farm bill includes dozens of farm subsidy programs, programs that have been around since the 1930s. But the Farm Bill these days also includes the SNAP or food stamp program, which is actually the biggest part of the bill. So we spend uh, this year, we will spend uh, taxpayers, that is, we'll spend $140 billion on the food stamp program, an enormous amount of money. So Congress uh, needs to reauthorize uh, food stamps. And I think Congress should reconsider the food stamp program. It's far too expensive and the results are very poor. Oh, and one particular element of that, uh, food stamps, SNAP, broadly uh, the same thing, um, is that to the extent that the federal government is concerned about problems like obesity, uh, to the extent that the federal government is concerned about uh, low-income people having access to healthier food, the money that is in- included in this program, you can spend that on anything you want, essentially. The uh, the the state of nutrition has entirely changed since the government first passed the food stamp program in 1964. Back then, there was a substantial problem of low-income people not getting enough to eat. The problem was not enough calories. Today, that's entirely changed. Obesity has become a gigantic problem uh, in America. Overall, if you look at all U.S. uh, individuals, uh, the rate of obesity has gone from 15 percent in 1980 up to over 42 percent today, an enormous problem. And low income folks have a a higher obesity problem than the rest of uh, Americans. So if you you look at all adults, um, 42 percent are obese, but amongst low income individuals it's 44 percent. Uh, if you look at uh, all children, the obesity rate's 20%. If you look at uh, low-income children, it's 26%. So there's a big problem here. The food stamp program subsidizes all calories. Uh, individ- 42 million Americans are on food stamps, can go into any grocery or corner store and buy any food product, basically. And the statistics are, are pretty alarming, that, that low-income folks actually buy uh, uh, food products of uh, that are contributing to obesity more than other Americans. They buy more cola, they buy more potato chips, and more junk food than other Americans. One quarter of all food stamp purchases are junk food, like potato and cola, uh, etc. So that's over, you know, that's around 25 or $30 billion. The taxpayers are subsidizing low-income folks to buy junk food every year. This makes mo- uh, no sense at all. We need, we need uh, reform in the program. Is that worse than the federal government subsidizing any given food purchase? 
you know, individuals can buy what they want with their own money. I'm not a micromanager. I want to get the federal government out of all of this. But it seems to me if we're going to have a federal a program that um, and the propaganda with a food stamp program, if you go to the, the government's food stamp or SNAP website, it's all about nutrition and helping low income eat healthy. But the actual results of the program are the exact opposite. Indeed, what, what's fascinating is that low income people on SNAP actually have um, a higher obesity problem and they eat more junky food than low income people who are not on SNAP. So there's something about the SNAP or food stamp program that is it, it is rather bizarre. They, it propagates the idea that it's helping low income eat healthy diets, but the exact opposite actually happens on the ground. Okay, that, that that's a really interesting uh, thought. So to the extent that the federal government is involved in, in this program, it is actively working to subsidize less healthy choices for low-income people. So phasing out or getting rid of this program broadly, or at least getting it out of the farm bill, what does that look like? Well, you know, the, the best solution here, in my view, is to get the federal government out of the low-income food aid business at all uh, for a lot of reasons. One is, is that, you know, nutrition and low-income nutrition is a very complex issue and experts don't agree on on what causes obesity and what the particular nutri nutrition problems are for low-income Americans. But at the same time, the federal government with SNAP has a one-size-fits-all uh, solution. They won't let the states experiment. So, for example, there's been numerous states that have petitioned the federal government to say, hey, can we you know, cut out cola and junk food in our um, SNAP programs? And the federal government has denied these uh, waiver requests. Uh, and yet the federal government's top down solution isn't working. So uh, I think the federal government ought to get out of uh, low income food aid and the states can set up their own programs and go their own way uh, with the program if they want. A, a partial solution would be what Senator uh, Marco Rubio has proposed. He said, um, why not at least uh, cut out the junk food, the cola and potato chips and the like from the food stamp program that would save uh, that would save taxpayers money, but it would also be an effort to try to at least get some better nutrition in the program. And if we uh, follow the work of our colleague Terrence Keeley on, on nutrition, of course, there are any number of incumbent producers of products that really want their particular product included in nutrition guidelines, whatever the health consequences of eating it. Well, to Terrence Keeley and, and some other experts in recent years, and I've written a little bit this on the uh, the Cato uh, blog that for decades, it seems like the federal government got its nutrition guidelines wrong. If you think back to that, uh, the famous or infamous government, federal government food pyramid, the biggest component of that was uh, carbohydrates. But there's a lot of uh, experts now who think that that was the completely wrong sort of advice, although there's still a lot of disagreement amongst nutritionists. Uh, but there's, there's, there's no doubt that low-income folks now, we've seen the results of many studies, that low-income people, they eat more highly processed food, they eat more carbohydrates than other Americans, and their obesity rate is higher. So the federal government has clearly screwed up uh, its, its this giant effort at low-income food aid. And so it's time to overhaul the program or get the federal government out of it. Chris Edwards occupies the Kilts Family Chair in Fiscal Studies at the Cato Institute and is editor of DownsizingGovernment.org. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you please, and thank you for listening.